0: Assalamu salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, respected listeners of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We welcome you to our spiritual breakfast. This is our interview segment. And today we have our guest and that is Mr. Investigator, Special Investigator, Mr. Mike Paul Good morning.
1: Morning, how's it, people?
0: Uh, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Paul Mr. Boles, it's been quite some time that we've spoken to you, and I say maybe it's a month or so, but still, in terms of crime, it's been a long time. Can you update us on what's the latest events?
1: Well, good news first is that due to uh, you guys, the media, uh, radio, uh, television, um, uh, media, printed media, December month was one of the best months Uh, in a very, very long time in South Africa. Very little crime, uh, very little problems, uh, very little complaints. And this was due to the constant warning of knocks and scams, Mm. what you must do when you go on holiday, um, what you must do before you leave, what you must do when you arrive, what you must uh, do with your phone, your family, your friends, uh, the authorities uh the whole um uh, also the whole issue of saving money being careful uh being positively paranoid all of those things remember we spoke of it and the people has listened and they obviously followed our projects as well they were uh bombarded by our projects warning them about uh, uh drinking and driving etc cetera, etc cetera. so it made a huge difference and uh, it was a restful peaceful Um, There was crime, but very little. Mm. And there wasn't very serious crimes going on during December. But unfortunately, uh, January kicked off with a bang with the complete, complete, absolute uh, mayhem of kidnappings occurring uh, all over the country. And this is what I quickly want to touch on. uh, The escalation of... um, uh, what we call the day-to-day kidnapping where a businessman is identified and uh, he's picked up and then he's driven around and all his money is withdrawn. So if if you can visualize this, this is how it works. They would identify somebody that is rich. It's very easy to see, uh, maybe the car or they know him as a businessman or he, his body language or he comes across. It's usually men. It doesn't mind if it's an Indian or a a South African or whichever person, uh, black or white or whatever color. They make the uh, evaluation very quickly, and then they follow this person to his car, whether it's at a mall or when he leaves his business, and then they grab him, guns against the head, and they drive with him. So then they enter his phone, they use his phone, and he must, first of all, uh, and they and they are quite enlightened. They know exactly how to do it. Uh, they give him the instructions, and he does he all the work. They just hold the guns against him. And what is interesting is uh, if the bank sees something is going on and they stop and block it, they tell him to call the bank, and then they tell the bank, straightforward, listen, if you don't open up those accounts, we kill this man. That's how hmm. blatant it has become. And that's very shocking because uh, we've had several incidences like this where there's nothing you can do. What can you do? The bank will not uh, obey any other than the instructions of the client, and the client's life is uh, imminently in danger, and therefore it's completely and totally uh, uh, all monies that's available is taken. And then they release it. And this is, happens all in a day or two, maximum two days. And then they go to the next and the next and the next. This is the level of kidnapping now that has escalated. So, you know, this is going to require of us, uh, and we've warned about this before, we've said it on TV everywhere, that people must be very careful what they have on their phones. Hmm. So you can say to me, Mike, but what's the use? If I'm picked up with a gun against the head, even if I've got nothing on my phone, Uh, they're going to instruct me to call the bank to do the transfers. That is, unfortunately, the case. But the possibilities of whether it makes it much more difficult, Uh, the possibilities of your finances not being readily available through your phone is still the best way to um, slow down the whole process and uh, get the uh, authorities or ourselves involved to try and find uh, the, uh, the person that has been kidnapped. We, would, we will yet have to come up with some kind of uh, solution because here's, here's the cherry on the cake for the criminals. If they have you, they can obtain whatever they want because they have your life in mm. their hands. And it's, it's a straight talk. They know it. They just say to family, friends, bankers or business partners, pay all so this is the unfortunate thing so we have to we have to still uh you know put our heads together and come with more and better solutions but the best is always prevention prevention is better than cure so i would uh, urge businessmen to make sure that their finances aren't uh for instance in in one account uh or or that it's uh um, what we call uh it's 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 not easily to get like a 32 account. You have to go through a process. Otherwise, the criminals understand this. So if your finance is tied up, properly tied up, and just your ready cash, your petty cash, or your uh, very needed cash on a day-to-day basis is available, is an option. Hmm. So that when money is taken, for instance, the last incident we had, 1.3 million was taken. That's too much in an account. So if, first of all, there could be several accounts but with very, very small amounts. Mm-hmm. And other, uh, uh, the other amounts is tied up. In other words, you, you cannot get it unless there's a process that's being followed. It cannot just be untied. Uh, and the criminals would understand that and know that. But that in itself also, you know, they could not understand it and then just say, listen, we're going to kill this man if it's not untied. So as I've said, some investigation will still need to be uh, done there. So prevention is better than cure. Uh, Be careful what you have on your phone. Do as much as possible that there is nothing, as little as possible available for criminals to get through your phone or through yourself. Um, Do not be flashy. Do not be um, easily uh, evaluated of extreme worth. Be positively paranoid. Be very careful. If you are a rich man, and you are in a business where you are constantly advertised, and everybody knows you already, and everybody knows you are wealthy. Get a proper bodyguard. Um, make sure that you are protected. Don't just uh, obliviously go anywhere and uh, uh, move everywhere, uh, anywhere, any place, and think it won't happen to you. This has escalated immensely. You know, it's escalated in such a way that the banks themselves has now um, created their own investigative teams that arrives and gets involved with authorities and ourselves investigating kidnappings. Mm. So uh, go out of your way to protect you and your family, be positively paranoid, be very careful, make sure you've got, uh, as I've said, the least uh, possible in accounts and on your phone and make sure that you've got speed dial calls to authorities and those that you work with and make sure that you've got all the necessary Uh, clever, hidden devices on your phone that you could be tracked and traced. You know, unfortunately, criminals listen to this, but they will look for the obvious. And we have to say it for safeguarding. Otherwise, uh, what's the use? We have this conversation. But, you know, um, there are other paraphernalia that you can put on your body uh, that can track and trace you. Hmm. So uh, make a deduction there of what I'm saying, but make sure that there's a possibility of you being tracked and trace, traced. We un- unfortunately, they don't want to divulge too much because then, you know, they will strip you when they take you. And that's a concern because then you're going to be taken naked and uh, we must be careful for that as well. So uh, lastly on the kidnapping situation is that uh, it, it is very, very important that a family is made aware of the possibilities. And remember, the kidnappers take those that have money. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they when they pick up somebody that doesn't have a much, it's quick. It's an in and out, go to a few ATMs, and they leave them. But they spend time, and they threaten, intimidate, and might kill, and keep a person longer if he's of worth. So families must know of this. Uh, parents must warn their children so that when something or a crime does happen to the family, that they... Uh, Yeah, It's ugly to say, but uh, in a way expect it, but know how to handle it, that it's not so traumatic in in, in the initial stage when it's uh, identified. But uh, we hope with authorities and we hope with technology, cybercrime investigations, that we will be able to make a difference. Obviously, anybody that knows of syndicates or of people that are involved committing these crimes must uh, contact us immediately. We are working closely with authorities nationwide to try and curb and
0: prevent this. Mr. Bolles, here's a question that comes to mind is that we just say, for instance, we take all this precaution, but there is to what level, and here's a question, that to what level are we actually protected with information being shared within the banks? If I go to the bank today and I say, yeah, I want a bank account, I want this money to be transferred to this account, they have full information, knowledge of how much is in my account, and they can do the transfer then so for them to then give this information hand it over to other people who are actually involved in this what's the chances of this is this the actual problem
1: uh, on a higher level in uh, the level of kidnapping we have spoken of is uh, the more opportunistic one uh, this is the one that has escalated to the top the one that i've just explained but on the higher level kidnappings where extreme businessmen are uh, whether we're talking about multi-millions and keeping an extreme businessman for a couple of uh, weeks or months or even a year or longer uh, because an, uh, and a huge amount 5 million 20 million whatever is required by the kidnappers there a thorough investigation and an oiled machine is in place before executing the kidnapping. And that's where they have contacts, in the banks, in the cell phone companies, all uh, corrupt, uh, or police, not all, and police, and security, private security, etc., etc. So by the time that uh, those plannings can be anything between uh, six to three months, and then it's executed. But by the time it's executed, no forensic information, no information is left behind. Um, there is just no evidence left behind, uh, it's very difficult to track and trace them, they've got jammers and routers and devices they've done their uh, their own cyber crime uh, uh, protection and um, they know who the authorities is uh, and will be involved and even ourselves, they would know absolutely everything and uh, the only thing that will, in those levels, that's the high end kidnappings it's usually 99% a situation where the family will get the five million or the or the twenty million or whatever and pay it and the person is released and that is usually uh an involvement with overseas syndicates all over the world um and they it's it's, it's a very big uh tight knit uh scary dangerous uh same as human trafficking and child pornography and 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 um um, drug trafficking syndicates where fear and intimidation make sure that those who are involved and in all the levels stick to the plan otherwise they are killed in those those high level kidnappings um, it's sort out people that is involved and the it's execution uh, it, the guys that commits the kidnapping itself, the physical kidnapping, it's just the, the lowest team, that's just a group that takes but they properly trained uh, and it's properly coordinated, as I've said, leaving no evidence behind, and then they're out of it. they paid and they're gone. But um, all their details are with the second level, and if anybody, you know, gets drunk or talk, he's dead, or if any information leaks out, he's dead. And so also any of those who are informants, whether they are in the police or assisting in the police or in any other level, if they in any way, um divulge information they are dead. So it's very difficult to get whistleblowers there or people or information out of that high level syndicate. But this one I've just explained is it's, it's an observance. It's it's people that work in the company that knows that this business businessman is rich. They give this information out and there's a group that uh, uh, commits these um, uh, uh, quick kidnappings in and out and they give these informants or those who have given the information
0: a cut. Yes, and I think what you've suggested is it seems to be, can be part of a solution where you place your money in different banks, different accounts, which are not interconnected so nobody can actually see how much is in each altogether, what's the sum fully of And you've mentioned 1.3 million in one account is too much. So that means you would have, if a billionaire is out there, he's got to have how many accounts just to protect himself? But you have to uh, take so the measures.
1: It, it, it's a massive problem. Once again, I must say, you know, we can talk about this round and round and round. Uh, just visualize, you you're a businessman, you're in a car with three armed men, and they make statements like, you know what, we're going to kill you if you don't pay. Mm. So say for instance, you say, well, kill me. Everything goes to my family. The next sentence they will say to you, all right, we're going to kill you, and then we're going to go to your family. Because remember, they got your phone. They got everything. There's nothing they don't have. So what does the man then do? He doesn't want his wife to be attacked or raped or grabbed. Look how quickly they grabbed him. This is a very difficult situation, my friend. This is extremely, extremely difficult. And you know, we can say we should... Get rid of money and work on points or any other way. The kidnappers will still carry on because then they will want the points or the digits or Something. the numbers or whatever. Mm. They are after your wealth. And you know what? They can easily take you there and go to your house and get your cash out of your safe. Mm. If the guy says, listen, I only got cash, and then they're going to say, where? If he doesn't give it the same two sentences, mm. this is very, very difficult. Don't underestimate the criminals they know that a person will do anything and everything to save his life or his family's life. It's very difficult. And the bank managers and those who, who are on the line and stopping and trying all their moves, they are set to the same things.
0: Mm. And it's shocking. You, you have mentioned about the banks have now started their own investigative units, as mm. per se. How effective are those? Because I could just imagine it's just beginning...
1: Well, you know, I'm happy with any investigative units because I must also tell you that out of these kidnappings, Mm. some of them are arranged. Some of these people have problems. Uh, And then when he is taken, there are family and friends and everybody is clubbing in. And then afterwards we find out that it's arranged. It's like insurance fraud. Mm. Or they've had problem with SARS or they have problem with uh, cash flow or they are in a dire situation. So, unfortunately, uh, this has happened, not once, many a times, in high-level kidnappings. We've seen it in very, very well-known cases, where eventually it was found that there was a money-laundering situation. So the high-level kidnappings, uh, we extremely scrutinize. And, uh, you know, many a times we catch them out when we say we want to polygraph those that uh, have brought the cases uh, to us or to the authorities, and then when they veer away or stuff like that, or they, you know, you can quickly uh, estimate and and find out uh, whether there's truth in it or not. It, it smells; it gives off a smell, and we, hmm. as, as as extreme specialist investigators, pick it up quickly, and so does the authorities, and then, you know, it's 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 exposed. It's unfortunate that people would go to those extremes, put their families and friends and everybody through that. We have recently, um, uh, it's on the project, I have identified a man that went missing and everybody was in, 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 in up in arms and, and worried and thought that he was taken and murdered. and, and the, the family was in a state. Everybody was in a state, including his wife. And then we found out that he's stolen four million and he self-disappeared. <laughs> And then we sent out a project and um, uh, close people to him that had communication with him uh, spoke to me. And I said to them, the best thing this man now can do, because our projects are nationwide and international, is to give himself over. Mm. And that was on a weekend and the Monday night he gave himself over to the authorities that we were working with. So we get this and we want to warn the public not to do this because it does come out. Yes. And um, you cannot make rash decisions when you're in extreme financial uh, situation. Don't commit insurance fraud. Don't make yourself go missing or disappear. Don't create a murder on yourself in order for your family to get uh, the policies and stuff. It comes out. We get cases where we get people that has, um hanged themselves. And then, you know, the family says, but the, 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 it just can't be. And then when we do an investigation, we have found out that uh, the, the, or or the other way around, that it was orchestrated. Yes. uh, That he was uh, uh, killed or not killed. So when we get uh, um, uh, cases like that, we do an in-depth investigation as to see what was the motive. And it's usually money or extreme pressure Mm. uh, that is on a family member or person that would uh, create these so-called crimes. Uh, in order to deal with the pressure the financial pressure that is on
0: them and i guess it creates a greater challenge for organizations like yourself when real cases come forward because now you have to still te- find out investigate is it a real case or not just when it was last week i spoke to a doctor he said um this is just on the sideline he said this person he tried to kill himself so he, t- he cut his hand that didn't work then he tried to uh, he used some medication that didn't work too eventually he tried to hang himself and he's still alive so he the doctor said that my evaluation of this is it wasn't meant for him to die he tried everything to die but it wasn't meant for him to die
1: yeah and it uh, just shows you how wonderfully we are created by God because you will do your body actually will resist and go to the extreme, to stay and uh, stay alive and be kicking. But we want to warn these people. We want to warn you that that is not the solution. Suicide or any harm to yourself or any created crime is extremely selfish, extremely mm. selfish. Because before you pull the trigger uh, and kill yourself or do any of these things, you should really, really take in consideration how selfish you are. And what this would does to everybody around you, exactly. and your family members and friends, mm. and as you've said to authorities and ourselves, and and and, and it's a crime, eh? It's an absolute crime. That man is arrested; he's still in jail, because now he's proven himself as a flight risk. I mean, he's proven himself that he created the so-called missing person, which he self missed. He missed himself, uh, arranged that, and uh, he has stolen money. Mm-hmm. So, what life has he got left? I mean, uh, how do you put this right? So you must be careful uh, uh, not to even indulge or uh, consider these thoughts or go in that direction. Seek help, seek assistance. In worst case scenario, call us. You know, you can always speak to any institution and tell them this is what's going through your mind and thoughts. This is how severe it is for you because it's usually financial. 90% is financial. Mm. Uh, It happens when there's emotional situations in marriages or relationships or where a child was raped or uh, a serious violent crime was committed in the families. But it's usually a financial thing that drives a person to create a crime, a so-called crime that has been committed to him or that he commits himself. We want to warn you not to do it. You are not made or created to lie or to be devious. You will be caught out.
0: Yes, and you'll face the consequences. Like this doctor you'll said. you'll face
1: the consequences. And it has extreme consequences for everybody else. Because remember, in this man's case, we now have to investigate the whole family if they were
0: involved. Mm. Yes. It's extreme. Mm. Dr. Bolling, uh, just as the last discussion before we leave you, currently our situation in various areas is especially with our mosques. So as we, you'll find here in Malaysia also there is many uh, mosques. Mm-hmm. So the times for prayer is set, and at nights especially the night prayer. So yeah. it just changes gradually over a few months. Mm-hmm. But once it's set, so diff- so to cater for different people, different mosques have different times. But what's happening is while the congregants are in and praying, so the cars are outside yeah and a Every lot day. of theft is co- happening at this time. what's yeah. your advice with regards to protecting ourselves in this regard?
1: Well this happens uh, at all um, religious institutions and it happens any and everywhere um, any gathering uh, will draw a crowd usually it's druggies that just wants whatever's in the car. So number one, don't leave anything in the car at all, not in the boot, nowhere. Number two, uh the druggies might steal or those who are stealing, they might steal uh, car parts like uh, headlights or uh parts of cars, you know. So you have to have car guards, but you have to have in-community guards, not those that can be easily uh, intimidated or persuaded to look the other way and then get a cut. You have mm. to have security.
0: Yes. You have
1: to. You have mm. no other choice. And then uh, good lighting uh, so that everything is extremely visible and um, don't park a car one at a far distance. Park them all close to each other uh, as close as possible to the mosque or the gathering or wherever you guys are and make sure that, that there's proper perimeter control because mm. The problem is if you just put a lot of cars closely together, it's easy to move in between without being seen. Hmm. But if you have proper perimeter control, then it's difficult for a, a, a person to enter. But proper lighting when there's enough visibility and, uh, uh, you know, a guard should have a dog and a weapon. Uh, I always, and we are there, if uh, people can't come right, we work with many security companies and ourselves, we have our own dog unit, we will assist, gladly, but a proper guard, a thorough guard, with uh, with a shotgun and a dog, I can tell you now, the druggies or whomever is not going to uh, easily, uh, you know, come and uh, panel beat or... Uh, Steal anything from the vehicle. They're going to stay away because they observe, mm-hmm. and they will only enter when they see there's no. That's dark and it's easy to accessible, and there's
0: no guarding. Yes, and we've seen over the past that there are these um, cameras that are there. CV, uh, what 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 do they call it? The uh, CCTV units yeah. in place, but um, these they are so quick. They'll just come in and they steal the car and they're gone. And,
1: and balaclavas, you know, I, I believe in
0: cameras and you
1: must have good cameras, dogfighter cameras. cameras. Uh, it's no use you have a camera and you can't do proper picturization or identification of a person. So cameras is only useful. You cannot buy the cheapest. You'll have to buy the best that can uh, uh, pick up proper, proper uh, information like a fleur. If you don't have a proper camera, then uh, it's useless. Uh, but they balaclava themselves, and they they know. Remember, even the petty criminals n- knows of CCTV cameras. They knows about. They know about if there's too much light, they cannot come in, and they know if there's a guard with a gun and a dog that it's going to be difficult. They'll veer away. They'll stay away. But that's the only way. Um, so cameras, yes, it's a good thing, but it must be a good set
0: of cameras. Thank you for your advice and your assistance with regards to these issues. Uh, We hope to speak to you in the future, and go well. See you.
1: Yes, thank you, and uh, uh, once again, I've spoken so many times on your radio show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, bye.
0: Bye.